0: what's up guys Mike Lewis here and welcome to the Mike Lewis podcast if you guys want to keep up with me on social media you can follow me on Instagram at Mike Lewis Official, and you can follow me on Twitter at MikeLew52 it's where most of my updates come if you're enjoying my content give me a like and a subscribe and without further ado let's just dive right into this episode All right, Hicella. Thanks for taking the time out and coming on today. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. Thank you for having me. Thank you for inviting me multiple times and not giving up.
0: <laughs> this is resistant. a long. <laughs> uh, it's a long time coming. You know, we yeah. had uh, we had some of your fans on Twitter last few weeks were being uh, a, bit, a bit persistent with it. So
1: yes, yes, they have.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I owe you some residuals though. You've been a pretty good MC for me when it comes to uh kind of plug- <laughs> plugging well, someone.
1: You know, I'm loud and proud when it's something I like or when I don't, I'm you know, pretty vocal about it. And I have watched your podcast and it's it's hard for me. You know, I do suffer from a lot of anxiety, so watching podcasts or even the show it's not easy. But you made it easy. You you ask good questions. It feels very natural. Um, you know, so I've given you some feedback on the things that I love about your podcast. So, you know, it made sense, you know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what maybe does cause you anxiety from the show? Like what maybe triggered that?
1: Oh, um, I think one of my first memories is Um, you know, watching yourself through someone else's eyes is not always easy. Um, And when you're that young, at that time I was 20, I wasn't even 21 yet, um, it, it, it wasn't easy to watch. It wasn't easy to watch myself, you know, because a lot of it is, well, that's not how I was feeling and that's not what it was, but it was to somebody else. And it was somebody else's story to tell also. So that made it really hard digesting that. And um, ever since then, (laughs) it's like, how am I going to feel when I see it through your eyes? And sometimes it's a good feeling. Sometimes it's not a good feeling. And that's where the anxiety comes in.
0: Mm. So was it ever hard for you to return to normal life from the show after like obviously living it out and then having to relive it X amount of months later?
1: Yes. Yes. Um, It's funny because I was actually talking to another cast member recently, as recent as today. And we were were talking about like, you know, shows that wrap like recently and going home. It should be like protocol that you don't go home right away. You wait three days in another environment, like a transition environment before you go home to your family. Because you're going to have major, like, flashbacks. You're constantly going to run through things you said and the game you played and, you know, different perceptions and how could I have played this different? How could I have done this different? And it's a lot of thoughts and then it's a lot of noise. Um, One of the things I remember when I came out of, you know, the show All-Stars was how loud everything was. I went from being in the mountains with no, like, electronics whatsoever and just people's voices that, you know, I dwindled down over the weeks to all of a sudden the horns of the cars and the streets and the lights and the birds and the animals. It was so much. So I think everyone should have like a three day to decompress from the show. And then you're going to you're going to go through the cycle all over again when the show airs.
0: Because yeah. now
1: you're going to have the anxiety of, oh, my God, the show's going to air. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, what a difference a year makes, right? Like, let's rewind a bit. So a year ago at this time, you're pretty much, you know, what you're doing now, except, you know, being like a, you're a mom, but except now, a year later, you've got so many X amount of people that are following your every move on social media. You're under this huge microscope now. How much of a whirlwind has it really been? Did you anticipate it being like this? Were you prepared? How
1: no, I wasn't, cause you know, before the show, I was hiding in plain sight. So my my seasons were so old; they're so old that they're not even on Paramount Plus. You know, Paramount Plus starts at eleven. Um, my seasons are way before that. Like, I'm a real OG.
0: <laughs> Your last <laughs> and, season is though.
1: Which? Oh, Gauntlet Two. That's right, Two. Gonna- I don't even count that one because I was like, whoop, I was so quiet. <laughs> um, but like. You know, when I go back, I'm like, oh, my God, like all of a sudden, you know, it's regenerating attention. The name is like all of a sudden Googleable before it wasn't as Googleable. <laughs> that's a word. Um, So that's a lot. And then like I used to like my IG was just dedicated to like inappropriate, like sexual jokes. <laughs> and I can't really do that anymore. I mean, I could I could, but it would just be way too much like dms it would it would be too much so i don't do it
0: yeah we're we're talking about what gauntlet 2 was your last show we're talking about a time where social media was almost in a way taboo you know what i mean like i mean maybe myspace and stuff like that had been like around but definitely not to the extent it is now nowhere close to being that um has it been maybe tough navigating that you know maybe with some stuff Fans might say to you,
1: or um, it at first it was um at first it was a lot of fun, right? Like I've never really tweeted. Tweeting was new to me, and by nature, the type of person I am is like me and my friends. We roast each other. Like that's part of the reason me and Doral got along so well when we were on, in the challenge house. Is like we literally roast the shit out of each other we wake up in the morning and we are clowning like, oh, so those are the shoes you wear to go to sleep. Oh, that's what you're wearing. Like, you know what I mean? And it's fun and it's funny and we laugh a lot. And so when I got to Twitter, I thought, oh, like we're, we're going to roast each other. Like it's fun. But then like people took that real serious. Like you can't play around. Like you can't like make jokes about people's outfits. <laughs> you're so angry. I'm like, I'm really not, though. Um, So I've kind of, like, been very hesitant with Twitter. Um, You're right. Back in the days, like, we had, like, one message board, MTV message board or something. And if you didn't want to see it, you didn't have to. You just turn it off. Like, you just don't go on there. But now it's like, even if you don't want to see it, you got heavy.com doing articles about things that you said on the show or, you know, a tweet that you sent out. And you're like, what the fuck? It it wasn't even that serious, but... It's different, it's very different.
0: Yeah. And uh, fairly recently, actually, you know, you came up on a promo and uh, about mental health on, um, you know, yeah. I think it was an episode of this season of the main show that's airing. Did you know that uh, they had been planning, uh, planning on dropping that, or?
1: Um, I, I do remember, like, we filmed the commercials. Um, there was that one, there was another one which talks about, like, how you handle, how do you handle, you know, trolls, right? Twitter trolls, online trolls. And at that time, I really hadn't experienced too many trolls. But it really came down to, you know, three different things, which I talked about. And it might show in another commercial where it's like, does it make me money? Does it make a difference? And does it make me happy? And if the answer to all three of them is no, then I don't need to respond to it. If one of them is yes, Then we need to discuss where on the hierarchy is it you know and the other commercial about you know seeking help and getting help when you need it um that was very near and dear to my heart and it's something that i think people do need to talk about because um you know infant loss or child loss is really hard on bereaved parents so i was really happy about being in that commercial i didn't know that it was going to air on challenge 37 I thought it was going to be like a promo online on the dot com. So I was really excited when my Twitter friends told me, like, that's how I found out.
0: (laughs) No, that was really big of them to, um, you know, air it just like kind of out of the blue. You know, I like that they did it out of the blue because it makes it feel more genuine than if they had aired it. Say, if, you know, maybe a cast member left for mental health reasons, because then it may come across like, all right, maybe we're just doing this because an instance happened. But the fact that they aired it on without a moment's notice is, um, I think, important and might convey the message a little better. In my opinion.
1: Yeah, I think people were definitely more open to listening versus ridiculing and judging the company because it's like you're doing this to cover your ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. I cuss on this?
0: I yeah, think. you're. It's oh, yeah. <laughs> the party. We're about a hundred episodes in. Come on. <laughs> You're you're only the ninetieth person to ask me that. Come on. I
1: know, right? <laughs> I like been here. Because we're so used to them being like, "Can you say it again without the quest word?" And you are like, "Okay."
0: Come on, you gotta act like you've been here before.
1: Right,
0: right. <laughs> <Like, laughs> yeah. <have it> <laughs> All right, let's hop down the back down the rabbit hole a little bit though. Um, I want to hear about kind of your process with Road Rules, but it was a little bit of an interesting process because I did see that you know they had, well, you were the quest, right? Was your mm-hmm. road rule season, and then they there had, and then back to New York. we both kind of intertwined. Where they had them all the finalists in that house, and then they were telling you like, you know, where you're going. I saw that, and then obviously seeing your personality and how things play out now, I kind of figured like she would have been like a shoe in for the, the real world. So like, I want to hear about maybe that process now, in uh, your tryout and kind of getting yeah. onto road rules as opposed to real world.
1: Um, yeah, it was, it was my friend who wanted to be on the show. She's like, will you come with me? I was like, yeah, let's roll. We went to the club where they were doing auditions and kind of like the same thing you heard from Rachel. They did a round table throughout topics and they were like, you know, who we talk about it. And then they pick us from there. I remember one of the topics was, do you think that women dressing promiscuously makes them a slut? And this girl who just happened, I'll never forget, she happened to have a mini skirt on. And she was wearing, like, this shirt that was, like, a handkerchief situation. And she was like, yeah, I think that, you know, it just depends if you're wearing a mini skirt." I'm like, what you're wearing right now, like, what you're wearing right now. So, <laughs> basically, you're a slut. Like, I'm going to need you to shut it all up. And <laughs> And they were like, oh, my God, you're so cool. I was like, what? <laughs> so, it was, like, one interview after the other. And then they took us to this casting special, right? They love the fact that I really had never seen the show before. Because I, I was raised in the military. I was a military brat. And we really, we had one channel, Armed Forces Network or Southern Command Network, depending on where you were. And that's it. They didn't play real world or rubbles on there. And we went to the casting special where they took like all these people that were basically in the running for it. And had us intertwine and work together and kind of see who fizzled out. Well, I thought for sure I wasn't on because I already had had an explosion. I went off on somebody. I had like a whole showman. I was like, you know, so for me, I was like, I'm just having a good time. I'm here on vacation. Like, this is a wrap. Um, but they didn't. They picked me first. And I was like, what? like, let me find out. And they didn't tell us what show we were on until we arrived at the airport. So we have to pack as if we were living in both places. I was dead set that I was going to the real world house because I don't do manual labor. So I was just like, honey, I don't know nothing about that. But they picked me to be on road rules. And Peasy was actually Julie Peasy was my like head honcho on my season. She like let like let it. And I don't know what title that was, executive producer, producer, whatever. Yeah. Um, but she was like, I picked you because you go dancing five days out of the week. I'm like, Julie, I go to the club five days a week. Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? So that's why she picked me because she thought I was athletic and I had heart. That's mm-hmm. what it came down to.
0: <laughs> so do you think you'd have been better suited for the real world house?
1: Hell no. No? Hell no. Why not? Hell no. Because I went to the real world house. Because they invited me. The real world was whack. <laughs> and they were like, you know, Hasella, you got some time. We're going to do a home vacation. We're going to pull you in. And um, I remember talking to BZ and she's like, you really going to go? You shouldn't go. And I didn't listen to her. And she did have my best interest at heart. And I didn't listen to her because I was mad. And I was like, no, fucking you. Y'all kick me off my show. I'm going to go to Real World House and fuck it up. So and I did.
0: So you went to the Real World House after you got mm-hmm. kicked off of Road Rules? Mm-hmm. How come you got kicked off Road Rules again? What happened?
1: Because um, it was the first season that if you failed two challenges, you had to get vote. You would have oh. to vote someone in. You have to vote someone in. So they voted me. And that was it. There was nothing for me to fight back.
0: hmm Do you feel like maybe they put you on road rules and not real world because they felt maybe your character archetype was maybe too similar to corals or?
1: No, Um, I think they picked me for road rules because. Me and Sophia had a good friendship. Um, I think that I needed that type of experience too. Um, they knew I was, you know, I lived overseas all of my like young, young life, like from birth to like 13 on and off or whatever. Um, so I think they knew that I was a traveler and I think they knew, they knew more about me than I knew about myself. So I think that they made the right choice. Um, and it helped me to do a lot of growing up.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's stay on the topic of Coral, though, a little bit. So I think the question on a lot of people's minds is why you two kind of uh, clashed or clash for that lack of a better term. Um, wh- where was the disconnect there?
1: Oh, I'm glad you asked. So this is the beef with Coral. Coral, and so Coral, when she's in your face, you know, she's very sweet. And the thing about the real world was... I went on Real World and me and Malik kind of like we were vibing, right? We liked each other. We were flirting the whole night. And I got put into a situation and a lot of people have gotten put into this situation. So here it comes. Ready? Where me and Malik, we were going to have sex. Like, let's be honest. Like, I was like, okay, I vibe with him. He vibes with me. We're about to get it in. But he didn't. He didn't penetrate me. And why he didn't is irrelevant. People don't need to know that level of detail. What they need to know is that we never actually had sex. But I was in a situation where it didn't matter what I said. You have the camera showing us under the covers, you have Coral telling everybody like on camera that we had sex. So I kind of had to eat that. And a lot of cast members have had to do that. And I was just like, all right, fine, just make sure you say we work on them. Right. I was very disenchanted with the relationship because of, you know, me and Malik's like it just didn't work out. So right. I was like, whatever, moving on. But here I am hanging out with the rest of the cast and we're having a good time. And I'm very much in touch with my sexuality. I'm very comfortable with my sexuality. I'm not someone who I, I don't I don't know how to say it without offending people, but. I know who I am and I'm fine with who I am. And I know how to give permission and I know how to take permission. And I have been very fortunate that no one has ever crossed that line with me, right? I know for a fact that that's not everybody's case. And I know that they are not the ones to be blamed for that, but I was chastised for it. And Coral, Coral who walks around and tells everyone that she is pro woman and she is supporting women, she dogged the shit out of me. She dogged the shit out of me and she dragged my name and she was the mouthpiece of calling me and slut-shaming me and making women like me who are comfortable and confident in their sexuality feel like, is this something I should be ashamed of? Like I'm granting access on my accord but she never did it to my face. What she did was she came to my face and she was like, Stella, you know, doesn't look good. Meanwhile, she's the one dragging my name. She's the one calling me names, calling me ho-sella or slut-sella. I don't know what slutta, I don't know what name she came up with, but she came up with all these names. And it was like, but you acted like you were my friend. You know, and that's where the pain and the hurt comes in. And I saw that clip of her dragging my name years later, not even after the show, because I didn't watch the show. And I get it. I get people not understanding sexuality almost 20 years ago. I was living in 2021. Everybody else was not. And I get it. I was okay with kissing a woman and then kissing a man. I was okay with kissing three people in one night and I didn't give a fuck, still don't, because it's my call, you know what I mean? I never took from anyone. I never kissed anyone without their permission, you know? It was always a mutual good touch, right? It's funny because that whole scenario me hooking up with like kissing Blair was actually a joke. Me and Blair have no sexual chemistry whatsoever. <laughs> we came together and we were like, wouldn't it be funny? And we're gonna get back to the room and take your top off. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. Like we completely orchestrated it. And the one who lost was me. Meanwhile, like everybody's like, oh, it looks like I'm and She's doing this. So Coral is the one that gets all the attention because she's the one that was running her mouth, right? And for her to do the slut walk, for her to pretend to be an advocate, for her to go around saying that she was this friend. When in reality, season after season, every single time she was the one who did the most damage to women who she said she was advocating for. And that's where I have the problem. And that's where I'm like, let's square up now. Let's meet today 40-year-old Hassela, and let's talk about it face-to-face. Because today, I dare to say that Coral has learned a very valuable lesson. And she's ready to atone for it. You guys are ready to see Coral on the season? I see it all the time. Everybody's like, oh, Coral, I can't wait to see Coral on All-Stars 2, 3. Baby, you're not going to get Coral from 20 years ago. Because Coral has grown the fuck up. And Coral realizes today that the shit she pulled that 20 years ago is hot garbage. And she knows that all those women that she dragged, they're ready to see her, too.
0: Mm.
1: And that's what it is.
0: Well, is it do you feel like it was you in particular that she just felt the need to do that, too? Or could it have been any girl in your shoes and you think it would have been the same case?
1: She'd have done it to anybody.
0: Mm. She's
1: she very much would side with those misogynistic men and she would be the mouthpiece to drag women in what they felt was not appropriate or not ladylike. And, you know, you just you don't get to be you don't get to be both.
0: Sorry. So so would you do a all star show with her if she actually showed up? Absolutely.
1: I am looking forward to it. The Uh, day is going to come. You better believe it. And if you thought I had something for Ace, baby, wait till you see what I got
0: for Carl. You know, I'm glad you brought up about the Ace thing, not to, you know, change subject or anything, but I just thought, you know, it was really funny because I actually had a recap, you know, with a few of the Cancun ladies and we all laughed about it because it was like, we thought, because it was funny that you brought it up anyway, but I was like, you know what would have been even funnier? If in real time, in the actual elimination, when you threw him or opted to not save him from going in, if you told him, like, on the spot, yeah, you remember what you did 15 years ago? Well, yeah, I'm not saving you.
1: (laughs) So I wanted to – the reason I didn't, the reason I didn't show my hand right then and there was because I didn't know if I needed to hold that play for later, okay? So one of the things that I have learned – in playing this game is one, you don't tell until you're ready to lose it all, right? And two, I save all my strategy, even in my interviews, I do not tell in my interviews. I save it until my last interview, because no matter what, um, especially now I feel like production has gotten a little too comfortable with certain cast members and those like professional lines have been blurred. And you're just not going to fuck up my game. So mm. I held it to the chest because I also knew that there was other people on there that had done seasons with me. And I didn't want them to start getting fear in them like, oh, shit, did I ever say anything about Salah? Did I ever do anything? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to ask you about one thing from your road rule season people wanted to know about. What was the deal with uh, you and Adam? Why would you guys get into it a lot? Oh,
1: okay, so that's a good question. So Adam... So Adam had or still I don't know his situation now but back then he had ADHD right mm-hmm. and he was on medication for it and production had not given him his medication yet so when you see him spiraling out of control and acting fucking you know ridiculous and you know jumping and being all hyper um it was like I was like what is going on like and sometimes it was annoying to me right Because I had not, I was a young girl and I had not experienced that. I didn't have that type of relationship with anybody. And I was just like, I didn't know what to do. And he was like antagonizing me and bothering me. And that day we had waited so long to finally get to call home. And I finally got to call home and I was on the phone with my dad. And here he comes and he honks the horn. And it's like, I'm the type of person, like I hold it, I hold it, I hold it. But when I break, like that's it. There's no coming back. Like it's not going to be friendly. Like now we're going balls to the wall. So that's what happened. And I was ready to swing on him. Real talk. I was ready to swing on him. Had that door not been locked. I'd have got sent home for some other stuff. (laughs) I was that mad. I came around. They wouldn't open the RV. They were like, no, you need to breathe. (laughs) And I did. I calmed down and then, you know, after that, they gave Adam his medication and Adam started to level out and he started to make more sense. And me and him were able to, like, communicate better because he wasn't, you know, driving me crazy. And I was open to him, you know.
0: Well, it's a good thing that it didn't come to blows because, you know, they might end up doing a battle of the season. Uh, season well, they so- have. We did battle of the season. No,
1: season. But I'm saying,
0: like uh, on All Stars, they might oh, do. yeah, yeah, so. they might. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> they might. So did you get any like post road rule show opportunities? Because I know with real world, they get to go on all those appearances and like all these opportunities, get to rub elbows with a lot of well-known people. Did you experience or get any of those?
1: Yeah, um, me and Blair did. I did. I got to go to like the VMAs twice and I did. um And I also did their like first like podcast, you know, Um and I think that was at the I think that was at one of the VMAs where me and Blair were taking questions from the MTV message board. And we were asking them to like the artists. So we got to meet Aaliyah. We got to meet, you know, Coolio back then. (laughs) I mean, like they were big names back then. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jordan Knight, he had just like put out a new song by himself. If you guys don't know who Jordan Knight is, he's from New Kids on the Block a long time ago. Um, but, yeah, we got to do a lot of those things. That was a lot of fun.
0: So you weren't uh, partaking in any of the Playboy stuff?
1: I did. I was on the first one. I was on the first Playboy. It was me, Beth, Flora, and Veronica.
0: Do you know what happened between that Playboy situation with Veronica and Beth?
1: So, yeah, I think I do. Um, I'm going to speak from what I know and what I remember. Again, we're working 20 years, guys. Um, so. There was some miscommunication on the money, right? Um, Playboy paid us and it's customary, apparently. I didn't know this then. I didn't know this then. But it was customary that, you know, the manager or the company that finds the gig, you pay them a percentage too. Right. So I'm street. I don't know these things. So when it was brought to me and Beth was like, you know, we need the finder's fee. I was like, (laughs) hold up. No, I didn't sign any contract for a finer's fee. And Playboy told me, like, you don't have to pay anything. We paid them already. That's what they told me. So I stuck to that. And that was it. And Beth was just like, fine, whatever. So I don't know if she was mad because Beth asked for that or if it was because she actually paid Beth. I don't know that level of detail. But I know that that was where it was kind of like weird. But, like, now I understand that, you know, everybody pays the middleman, right? Back then, I I didn't know that. And I didn't sign anything that I would pay that. So I didn't.
0: So who was the middleman supposed to be? Beth? Beth. Beth
1: Beth is the one that put it together, yeah.
0: Mm. What, What about you and Veronica? Where do you guys stand today?
1: So my memories of Veronica are all pleasant. They're all good. Um... I don't really have any bad memories of her. My first challenge with her was Battle of the Seasons, where her and Yas were, you know, basically shortchanged. Yeah. Um, and I did, I vindicated them, I did. Um <laughs> and then um Battle of the Sexes, you know, all good, good experience. And then she wasn't on Gauntlet too. And then that was it. You know, um, we did Playboy. Um, I felt like she was very like uncomfortable with it while i was very comfortable like i knew okay playboy we came here to drop our draws like we're doing this naked like i knew what i signed up for but it it felt very uncomfortable for her it was like she was looking for a lot of outfits i'm like girl you know we, we have no outfits on this magazine and um so it was very uncomfortable for her but again like my experience with her and my memories with her are all good memories i I wasn't there for any of the things that happened after me.
0: Mm. Did Did uh, Hugh Hefner pop in at all? Make any candy? no, <laughs> uh.
1: no. But you, know, the senior editor, asked me to come be a playmate. She invited me. She's like, she. I remember she came. We did a whole shoot, and they didn't. She scrapped all the pictures. She was like, no. And she came the next day, and they we shoot we shot everything again. And she was like, look at this picture. Look at this picture. Every picture is perfect. She's like, you need to come be a playmate. And when I heard what playmates go through, I was like, that's not my thing. See, I I like to come and go as I please. I don't like curfews. Like, I couldn't do it. Mm.
0: Yeah. So you mentioned about battle of sexes. I want to stay on that for a bit because I know if there's anybody that's probably going to tell this story, it would be you what 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 what's the tea when it comes to the infamous Puck and David situation?
1: Oh, my God. Oh my God, the Puck and David. Okay. So the situation with Puck and David is so weird because here, like I know cast members so different than everybody else. Like Puck was so sweet to me. He was so nice to me. And he just like babied the shit out of me because I was a little girl. Like I was like 21 then, you know, I was still little. And he was so much older and Mark too. So like they were like the, all older guys, you know? And so the situation with David actually started before we started filming in the pool. And this is when... The production company woke up and they said, we are not doing this anymore. From now on, we're filming from the second these motherfuckers arrive. (laughs) Because we were all in the pool. And we were turning up. And that's where the first set of drama started with Piggy. If I'm not mistaken, and I'm trying not to cross the, the shows, but Piggy was there. And Piggy then was not there. And she didn't even make the show because of something that happened. And David, I'm pretty sure, was a part of it, if I remember correctly. And then the spitting happened where Puck spit on David. They were having an argument. And Puck was like, You can spit back on me because he didn't want to get kicked off. And it came down to when you look at the facts, right? When we look at the facts today, Yeah, Puck needed to go on ahead and pack his bags and go home. You spit on somebody, that's nasty, right? But the way Puck treated everyone was with candor and respect, except him and David were clashing. So it was like, and David wasn't making a lot of friends. I'll be honest with you, he wasn't. I didn't, I don't remember having beef with David. Like, I don't remember him doing anything to me, but I just remember Puck treating me nicer. You know what I'm saying? So I I feel like that's what happened is, Everybody was moving in cahoots with Puck and against David. But in reality, when you look at it, Puck was wrong and he should have gone home.
0: So it was like a hindsight 2020 situation. Like, more more than likely, Puck deserved to go home is what you
1: said. 100% Puck should have gone home. Like, that was really weird. Like.
0: I did see a screen grab, too, somewhere that, like, where you guys were sitting. And I, I don't know if it was, like, the um, – The cast was sitting in the the elimination arena, I think, where the host, whoever it was at the time, was like explaining something. And you could see in the bottom corner of the screen, Piggy is actually sitting there.
1: Yes. Yes. Johnny Mosley. I think it was Johnny Mosley was our our host. And Piggy was there. I'm telling you, she was at the pool. We were partying. We were laughing and joking. And I was excited because this was my second challenge with Piggy. And then she was not there.
0: What do you know about her whereabouts these days or?
1: No, no. I seen somebody post something, but I haven't been able to find her.
0: Hmm. What, what did, did you like Johnny Mosley as a host? Or are you uh, feeling TJ more as the host?
1: No, no. Johnny used to piss me off.
0: Like, did you guys get into it at one point?
1: Yes, I was going off on him. And, you know, like people don't understand. Like this is so this is a documentary. Okay, this is a documentary. This is the and I was telling Arista this today or yesterday we were talking. I was like, it's Nat Geo. Okay, it's the cameras and they're filming and they're filming the lions and they're doing that. That's us. We are the animals. They are filming. They are not to be involved with Johnny. He was frustrating the shit out of me because I'm like, bruh, there's only one of you. There's like 16 of us, 16 teens or something. I need you to get to my house. Come look at my house. Before you, you know what I'm saying? Like I, it was, my house would be ready and I'd be waiting for him to go through the seven other people that he is close to, not necessarily who came in next. So I was really frustrated because of the little like intricacies, like these minutes count and these minutes are the difference between me winning and losing. So, I mean, I really didn't have a lot of respect for him because I didn't feel like he respected the game.
0: Mm. (laughs) Yeah, um, my main recollection of Johnny is quite funny, and I think pretty much this is probably what would come to mind with most fans. They had a... It was a Rivals 2 reunion in 2013, right? But for some reason, they decided to do this reunion live, and it ended up being like... Because, you know, doing it live is very spotty. You know, there's no guarantee. And it was just a train wreck. I think everybody could agree with that. But there was a, a part where... Johnny was um had C T and um DM, God rest her soul, on the hot seat and was asking them about like, you know, their relationship or whatever. And obviously like it's live, so like it's not like you can't like edit stuff out and like C T was pretty much just drilling them. Like it was brutal. He was oh like Oh
1: my god. He
0: was like, Mind your business, mind your business. It was so funny.
1: Yeah, because because it's true, like we're we're real people. We're not actors. And I know that some people don't know that yet because they've been doing some challenges back to back to back. And they think like, oh, this is a game. This is just a game. Like, uh, that's how I play the game. Mm, no, this is reality TV, boo-boo. You are not Idris Elba. You are not Jessica Alba. You are a reality person, which means in reality, when you act a fool, I'm going to hate you off the show, too. And Mm. that, my friend, is what people forget about. And that's why, yeah, doing a real live with CT and you asking him personal questions, like he might tell you to shut the fuck up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I promise after this one last topic, it's going to be solely about you going forward. But I. Oh, no,
1: you can ask whatever you want. (laughs) You're fine. You're fine. (laughs)
0: Now, uh, I I got to ask, though, because what about the gauntlet, too, with Joe leaving? Do you know what maybe, because I've heard some mixed things, you know, I mean, it seemed like they're putting syrup on her bed, but I've also heard some other rumors about, you know, people potentially doing some adult activity on her bed as well. Um, do you yeah. know? Really? Yep,
1: I have a picture of me at. At the event, I was being nosy. I called Joe the first documented Karen in the wild, because that was the first <laughs> that was the first time that I can remember that we had a Karen situation where somebody got on the phone, called the cops, and literally said like lies, like straight up, they're holding me hostage. Was nobody doing none of that? Like, calm down.
0: She said she was being um, man.
1: Yeah, she's like, I'm being manhandled she was so dramatic um it did she she was upset because she did she you know they she was the captain and now she's in the elimination every single week or every single time and we were i think she might have been like 10 years older than everybody you know i think that might have been the age gap um and it was really hard for her to deal with like you know the childlike behavior the fraternity um, attitudes, the drinking. And, you know, everybody knows that Jody and Adam hooked up. And the rumor that made around the house was that they hooked up in her bed. And she was pissed. And the, the Hershey syrup thing was after. That was, like, after the hookup or whatever. I mean, they weren't even using Hershey syrup, okay? I mean, I wasn't there. Like, I didn't see them hook up. But, you know. I know that Adam wasn't using a Hershey syrup, because I lived in an RV with Adam, and he wasn't doing none of that cool shit back then, okay? (laughs) I watched him hook up plenty of times with Ellen. There wasn't no Hershey syrup, okay? So, (laughs) the hooking up happened, and Joe was like, yo, she was offended, like, that's her bed, and I get it. Um, Don't nobody want, like, you know, body fluids from other people in our bed, and I don't even want you sitting in my bed in outside clothes, okay? When I saw Ace wear his shoes on in the bed <laughs> on All-Stars 2, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it came down to. She was upset about it. And, and I think it was just like everything combined, you know? And that's why she wanted out. But this, there was other ways.
0: Is this the first documented uh, reasoning as to like, because I don't, everybody just kind of, uh, you know, Classifies that as obviously a Karen moment, but I think this is this like the first like public confirmation like of that being the reason.
1: I think we all know that that's the reason. We all talked about it. Um, I don't know why it didn't make the show. Cause Adam and Jody hooking up made the show. So it, oh yeah yeah yeah. Adam and Jody hooked up at the beginning of the show, and then she hooked up with Alton at the end of the show. Mm, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I've sent him the pictures many times. And I have. I've been like, so you was just out here cheating on me on the gauntlet too. And he, he's like.
0: Oh, J- jody has got a bounty on her on the next one.
1: <laughs> you know I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> you know if I ever get into a challenge with her and I throw her ass in. And they're like, why? I'm gonna be like, because on the gauntlet too, you messed around with my man, even though we didn't know each other. <laughs> I'm so petty. So petty. Let
0: me stop. <laughs> what what are those things that the judges use when they like smack the the whips? The, no, the the hammer thing that the judges use.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh the, gavel.
0: the gavel. The gavel. Yeah, the gavel. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna use that right now because that manifestation of Jody being on a future season. Uh, no spoilers here, but you know, I'm just gonna say. I'm just saying. Just saying. He
1: must- Let's generate some name, some some energy around her name, because you know if you see her soon, you gotta know her backstory.
0: Yeah, exactly. So I'd say that uh, Joe, the one that left, probably was somewhat justified. Maybe in you know maybe wanting to leave, but I guess maybe the way she went about it was kind of. I yeah. just per- personally, I because I believe up to this point, I don't think there's been that wide of a gap for someone making their challenge debut because it was 11 years since her real world i'm pretty sure she on her season she came in as a replacement anyway so i just don't think that maybe reality tv was like necessarily something that should have been in the cards for her i just think that maybe that wasn't a great place for her mentally
1: yeah yeah a hundred percent she was it was not her wave and and again going back to the show being a documentary you can't walk up to producers and be like, I'm ready to go home. They weren't allowed to talk to us. There was not somebody on set that you could talk to. You get what I'm saying? Now, today, when you do, you film the challenge, there's somebody on set you're allowed to talk to. And that's your go to like, hey, bring, bring me my medication or what's going on? What's what's playing out today? But then they were there, but they were they would lose their job if they talked to us. So she had nowhere, she didn't know what to do. So, mm. I mean, not to give her excuses, like, she totally handled it like a Karen. That was not cute. But she was justified.
0: hmm Yeah, now nobody knows where she is, so, you know. <laughs>
1: Can you blame her? You can't blame
0: yeah. her. So, obviously, you know, you went out maybe not on the highest of notes on Gauntlet 2. Did you feel blacklisted after that for a while? Like, were you still getting calls? Or? No,
1: they still called me. <laughs> they did? They did, they still called me. I knew they were upset with me and they edited me. I wouldn't even say they edited me wrong. I didn't give them anything. I was very docile. I was very calm. Like I was very much like y'all fools are acting up and I wasn't even looking at anybody. I was just like, I'm in and out. I'm trying to make my escape um, quickly. So I wasn't um, upset. I, I felt good about my exit because I was like, okay, I'm leaving calmly. There's no energy around me. I did, you know, flop on the elimination. And, I, and it's very obvious that I quit on purpose. And everybody knew that. But um, And I knew TJ was mad. So I knew when I came back to All-Stars, I knew I needed to make that up. So which is why I went so hard. And that's why even in my elimination, I fell on the ground. And I was like, oh, I'm not going out on the ground again. Like no. So yeah. I, I was fine with the way I went out, honestly.
0: But I take it you didn't get to know Alton back then then, right?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> it was so funny too because on All Stars when I met him, I was like, Oh hi, nice to meet you. And one you know, of the producers like, you yeah, we're on a whole season together. I was like, nah. She had to pull it up on her phone to show me, like, here's him, here's you. You're at the same challenge. I was like, Oh my God.
0: It wasn't a whole season, but it was like- It was
1: like two weeks. Yeah, it yeah. was two weeks. But um but I didn't even pay attention to him because he was a rookie and in my eyes a rookie was younger than me. Even though he wasn't, he's was actually two years older than me, three years older than me. I just I wouldn't even pay attention to him.
0: So you legitimately didn't remember him? Did he did he remember you?
1: Nope.
0: Well, I mean, what was that? Like 15 years, maybe more? I mean, yeah. Yeah, 2006, yep. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He
1: was like, <laughs> we laugh about it. I was talking to him last night and he was like, um you know, God was like, let me show you again because you didn't get it the first time. And I was like, you think that's what it was? Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so you you were coming into this All-Star thing, I mean, probably a little bit at first, almost like a bit of a wild card, you know what I mean? Like, on the cast, because nobody knew, you know, what they were getting with you, or, like, what to expect. But then, obviously, the payoff, you know, ended up being uh, pretty good, in my opinion. I would go as far as to say, as far as, like, storyline-wise, I mean, you and Kendall probably garnered most of the attention, I'd say, on the season, if we're talking, like, throughout. I mean, you had some... uh, like, fights with, like, Trishel and Katie, like, in the beginning. But I'd say, like, as far as sustained storylines, it was predominantly, you know, you and, like, Kendall and stuff. So I got to ask, like, maybe, were you getting intel from anybody going into this thing? Or, like, you know, what were you thinking coming into this as far as, like, meeting up with everybody again and, like, the vibe?
1: So what's funny and what I say to anybody who asks is – When you're casting this time around, you know, stop looking at your big names from 20 years ago. Look for the names that have a score to settle because they're the ones that are going to give you real raw and uncut. You know, the ones that were big names 20 years ago, they have worked really hard to mature and to change their image And they are not about to show themselves going backwards versus the ones who maybe they took a lot of heat and they didn't know how to fight back. Now they've grown and now they're going to fight back in a more mature way. Right. So when I went in, I I had some some scores to settle. And yeah, I mean, I was a firecracker on my season on road rules. I was a firecracker on season, you know, battle of the seasons. And, you know, I was definitely not someone you fuck with on battle of the sexes. Like no mean girls ever tried me. They never even did that shit in front of me because I was not going to allow it. Um, And then, you know, to come into this season, it was like I did. I had a list of, you know, grievances that I needed to square away because when I was younger, I was either intimidated into not saying anything or i just i was also you know got i also got not typecasted but i also got that image of being like an angry spanish girl you know like "Eh, eh, eh," you know i couldn't just tell you how i was feeling it was automatically oh she's going off she's being dramatic you
0: know was it grievances with maybe people or just grievances with like your time that you were trying to rectify from the first time around
1: it was with people.
0: Oh, um, who, who in particular? So,
1: I mean, I have a whole list of people that I still haven't finished up. You know, I
0: still,
1: <laughs> I still haven't gotten around to everybody. Everybody hasn't gotten dealt, <laughs> you know, the debts. <laughs> um, And and, it's, and I have, and Petty, you know I'm Petty. So, and you know, it's like, you know, I'm a Turbo fan. I love me some Turbo. And I'm not okay with that little boy, Jordan. I'm not okay with him. Wait, I'm gonna get you too, <laughs> you know. Because and but I can be like that and do it in a way that is not a violation of somebody, you know. Like Ace, I got back, I got even with him, but I didn't have to violate him to do it.
0: Well, what so, do you mean? By that?
1: Like, um, like he didn't, it's funny because. Ace didn't believe that he had ever said anything bad about me. He actually dragged me a second time in an, uh, a U.S. weekly magazine. And he was like, she's lying. I would never say that about her. And then he saw it and he, he did. He messaged me. He was like, well played. You know, I deserve that. And and me and him are fine now. Like, I don't have any beef with him. Like, you know, this this is me squaring it away. Like. I don't have to continuously drag you. I don't have to rally people to hate you. I don't have to get six and seven people to vote against you. Like, I don't need to do that. You know, I can do that on my own.
0: Right. It's so basically, funny. so basically not like a high school challenge, uh, <laughs> a high right. school challenge type of, uh, vibe, right? Where, uh, people- right.
1: I can be messy one-on-one, <laughs> <laughs>
0: When did you become a Turbo fan? Because I did kind of gaze through that and I was curious how <laughs> that happened.
1: Um I again don't watch the show, but somebody put up a little snippet of him and um Nani. They were a team and he was talking about how in his country, you know, he looks for to make the women proud, make his mother proud, make you know the women in his life proud of him and what he's doing for them and whatnot. And then once they did this challenge, he kept asking her, "Nani, are you proud of me? Nani, you're proud of me." And I promise you, I almost cried. I was just like, "I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you." And you know, it was that heart, you know, that heart that he had. And then when he was, you know, confronted in the house, there was another snippet. I don't know if it was the same day or what, but. Clearly, you know, everybody was scared of him. And, you know, he's not, he's a lot like Alton, where it's don't poke the bear. You know, he's just there to have a good time and he's there to compete. He's not there to play dirty. And, um, and he doesn't want to get everybody out who is competition. You know, he's like, no, let me let me be the best because I'm the best amongst the best, you know, and that's when he won me over, like watching those two snippets and after that I was, you know, forget it. I need to see him on everything. I want to watch his movies. He's got a Pomeranian. I love his dog. I'm a Turbo fan. <laughs>
0: uh oh. Alan, come get your girl.
1: <laughs> no, I, I'm a turbo fan. I'm not in love with turbo. Like, hold on. <laughs> no, I'm not like that. Not like that.
0: Right. So I'm curious, was maybe you're clashing with like Kendall or like some of the other ladies, was that all on your own or was that maybe intel that you were getting from like say like people that you came into this thing friends with?
1: So yeah, the Kendall thing was a little bit of um yes, there was other people who were talking like, oh Kendall this and Kendall that and I was just like, let me find out for myself. And when I first interacted with her, she was all very sweet and then things just started to get really weird. And it goes back to me and Adam's relationship, you know? And when I was dealing with Adam, I really didn't deal with his personality well. Well, here I am. Now I'm dealing with Kendall, and her and I are having some, you know, personality complexities, right? Where I am very much like, let's talk. I'm in your face. I'm like, tell me, tell me what's going on. Like, this is the only way we can get through it. We got to talk. And she's more like, this is too much. I don't want to talk. This is weird. Like give me a minute. Let me get my life together, you know. And and I get that now because now I know that that's what she was doing versus then I was like is she like trying to play me like um when we were voting, when we were talking about the challenge that she didn't complete. And I was very much basing it on the rules that I remember from 15 years ago, right? 15 years ago, 20, it was actually 20 years ago when I did my road rules, I didn't complete my road rules. I didn't complete the challenge going down the mountain. And that was everybody's reason for me, not me getting voted in or voted home. So I came with those rules. I was like, that's what I remember. You didn't complete the challenge. So that's why I'm voting. But if you remember correctly, she voted me first. I asked her a question. What happened up there? You know, she could have told some type of story to convince me to be like, you know what, you're right. I'll go ahead and go in. But she didn't. She was like running around in circles and it got confusing. And she was like, I'm going to, I'm voting Hasella. And I was like, hold up, bitch. I'm going to vote you back. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? So it was like, return fire. And that was kind of like, you know, what started it. And I did that night. um, I went and got her from upstairs and I was like, you know come hang out with us and she was like do you not like me and i really didn't have a problem with her i was like no i don't have a problem with you um and i understand now why she was really confused when the next time we had to vote i'm like <laughs> you voted for Lisa, so I'm voting for kendall you're so i mean naturally she's like Bitch, i thought you said you didn't like hate me and I, I i totally get it but back then she didn't know that mark wanted her in either so um it's been unfortunate because when she watches the season now, I can only imagine what that feels like, and we've talked a little bit about it. But um, in that moment, I, I I wasn't comfortable with her.
0: Mm. I mean, we we gotta see you guys on a rivals season at some point, right? Like, I mean, come on, that'd be the pair, that'd be a pairing that everybody would want to see.
1: I don't think it would be a good rivals pairing because I genuinely like her now. And, um, and I definitely know how to communicate with her better now. So I don't think it would be a good rivals. I think a good rivals means that you really might drop that person, you know, like you well, really might do something to mess their game up.
0: Uh, I mean, you got a couple suitors, I'd say now.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I, I do, right? I do that uh, people
0: on it. <laughs> couple come to mind.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, l- let me ask you now, though, because we kind of saw how a friendship of yours came to a head towards the end of the season, of course. Mm-hmm. The way the edit made it seem was that this friendship was a lot more tight-knit than maybe on surface it was. And it made it seem like a vote was really what led to that. But obviously, like, from... A human perspective just from the outside looking in, I I know damn well that a vote is not really going to cause this much of a, you know, type of reaction out of you that we saw. What maybe do you feel was the stem of why this, I guess you could say coming of head with uh, you and Anissa has transpired?
1: Um, so it was a lot of things. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of things that we don't talk about because, you know, we do need to protect people's mental health and we do need to protect individuals as far as like long-term effects of the show and things that can happen. Um, I have completely disassociated myself with Anissa for multiple reasons. Anissa knows what those reasons are. Um, Buena murray knows what those reasons are um, and they know that she and I will never be on a show together the day that you see me on a show with Anissa please know that I got paid six figures to be on there with her um, because it's not a vote um, it is something much much more a lot bigger and it's something that I am not willing to stand by and claim you as a friend um because i valued her as a person um value her still as a human being i'm not going to go into that level of detail there were things that i can share with you that happened that kind of built up to it well go Um, for it so some yeah some of the things were um you know our sexual experience together and i had specifically told her like let's not talk about it on the show First thing she did when we got there, day one, was tell everyone in the house about it. Um, And it sounded very similar to something she did to another cast member on, I think it was Dirty 30, where it's like, really, we're still doing that? You know, Um, and that, along with, you know, us having very clear conversation about... um, very clear conversation about how we were going to play this game. You know, I, I felt like, you know, her relationship with other cast members who don't know they're on a reality show, right? On, for example, the regular challenge, she was bringing that type of mentality to the all-stars. And that wasn't going to work because that's not how we operate. We know exactly who we are. We're not confused. We don't think we are TV stars. We're not, we're not making movie magic we are reality stars and that along with i mean there were so many things there were so many little intricacies here and there um there was a time where i was like you know i went through a really you know hard divorce it was very expensive and i could have used an extra check and you know i was like hey i was like why don't you put me on and she was like oh i don't know who to tell and oh my god and, all of a sudden I'm on the show and she can't, she's like, Oh my God, I have to hurry up and get on. And I, it felt very like, like very much like she was in competition with me. And I'm like, we're friends. You're not in competition with me. Like, as you called it, this show is not the regular challenge. It's not a big deal. So why are you being so thirsty? Like, I don't understand. So, you know, it was things like that where, you know you're dogging the show I'm on because it's not the regular challenge but yet you are doing everything you can to be on it. You know, like, so it was a number of different things that, you know, they surfaced very quickly. Um, and the vote was just an easy way for me to sever ties. It was an easy way for me to sever ties. And I know that the fans still want answers, but you have to understand that I care more about people's mental health and I care more about protecting the innocent and protecting those who may have been, you know, may have had experiences.
0: So the vote was essentially like a cry for help in a way? The,
1: the vote was, um, the vote was specifically something that was discussed, like, you're on thin ice with me. If you play me like this, the way you've played all these other people, there's no coming back. And a lot of people ask, um, well, we saw you on a live after the show and y'all were fine. I know that. I know I tried very hard to still be friends with her. I did. And I couldn't. Even, you know, I did that, I did that live and I was trying to be a friend to her and she would call me every day. And, and it got to the point where I couldn't live the lie anymore. I couldn't hide the way I was feeling, and now my mental health is important, so I can't do that.
0: Do you see her changing with the times a little bit, you know, seeing as how we're in such a social media prominent age with, like, the newer direction of the show, going with maybe like a, maybe targeting, like, a younger demographic in a way? Um, do you feel like she's changing with those times and trying to fit in?
1: Um, i I don't think... I'm not, I'm not her therapist. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a you know, social worker. Um, but I do think that there has been some stunt in her social development in being in back-to-back challenges. Um, because you are constantly having to you know, cater to people's perception. And you're constantly like, how is this going to be interpreted? How is this going to be interpreted? And you don't really get to be yourself. So yes, she has changed from who she was on the first challenge because the game is different and she's playing with a bunch of kids and she has to like kind of, you know, play with them. But the way I look at it and if, you know, if I was her, the way I would tell her, like, you've been playing the same game for how many years and you still haven't won. So what's that tell you? Maybe you should change your strategy, you know? Maybe that whole like backstabbing people on the game, digging through their things, violating their personal space. Like, that's not the move anymore, you know? Um, like, when I heard about the Michaela thing, I saw a little clip and I was like, baby, how Michaela didn't throw, that's her name, right? Michaela? Yeah. Okay. How Michaela didn't throw those names in the middle of the deliberation like a spade? I don't know. I would have been throwing them like Beyblades. Like, oh, let me help you out. So-and-so's first. So-and-so's so 2nd Like, I don't know how she didn't go wild. Like, I would have gone wild. But, you know, like, going through her things, like, mm-mm, mm-mm, personal space, personal things, personal belongings. Like, you're almost 40-year-old woman. What are you doing? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm. Nah.
0: Yeah. Do you have any thoughts on her counterpart uh Tori at all or
1: Sheila girl she a little girl mm. she got a lot a lot of hard times coming up against her. she's got some grown up to do you know um she unfortunately you know some of the things that I've seen again these snippets I think she's i think she's probably a good person. I think everybody on this show is probably a good person at heart. Um, but yeah, some of the things that, you know, and when the and I were friends that she told me, they didn't job with me. Um, I think there's a big reason that they don't have OGs on the challenge. The only OG they have keeps taking their money.
0: Who is that CT? <laughs> you
1: know what I'm saying? Like you have a bunch of OGs there. Things will get interesting. <laughs> things will get interesting because they are going to have alliances with the veterans. They're not going to have alliances with, you know, just because you've been on six seasons. Like, we don't care.
0: It's kind of funny how what's considered now the vet alliance of the challenge consists of people that are from other networks and have only, this is their third show in some cases. Like,
1: listen, (laughs) they got to go first. (laughs) Um, No, I'm I'm, I'm lying because I would, when I see like, you know, Tasha, is it? I think it's Tatcha. 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 Love her. Love her. Fabulous from day one when she had her hair out. Yes. Yes, queen. Love her. Why do I love her? I've seen her snippets from Big Brother. She's real raw and honest. And I think that's what people love about her is you you hurt me and I'm going to show you that hurt. You upset me. I'm going to show you that I'm upset. That's why I love Emmy. Oh my God. When she's crying, Mr. TJ, I'm like, yes. you know, these are people that I would have sided with. These are people that I don't look at um, their honesty and their rawness as vulnerabilities. I look at that, like, wow, you are so powerful and you are so connected with yourself that you can be on here and you can be telling me like, this hurt me. And yeah, let's fix it. You know?
0: Well, so um, I, Yeah, no, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um you you're you're one of a lot of people that like Tatcha, apparently. <laughs> because I mean I don't know if you've she's ever great. seen I don't know if you've ever seen she's got probably the most loyal fan base I've ever seen. Like
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's wild.
1: Let me let me tell you how wild it is, okay? I actually put Arissa onto her. I was like, Arissa, this is our new girl, like we love her. <laughs> so me and Arisa me and Arissa join forces on a lot of things, right? I was like, we love her, girl. And she's like, yeah. I was like, yeah. Um, I was so proud of her. Again, you know, I really count on you guys. I really count on those snippets. Because it's all I can afford to watch. Like, my heart won't allow me to watch a whole hour. So somebody put up the snippets of her, like, overcoming her fear and jumping in the water. And I'm just like, wow. Wow. To be 25 and to really just jump in the water and just throw yourself. Like I was so impressed. I was so impressed because I thought about me being on top of the mountain and I, I cried. I boohoo cried and I would not do it. And I dug my heels into the ground and I said, no. And it is a regret that I lived with for many, many years until I overcame it. And she did it right then and there. And wow, I was impressed. I was. Um, so I went onto her um IG and I just told her, I was like, wow, real raw and regal. I am so impressed, loved it. And her fans, her fans coming into my DMs and into my messages to tell me thank you. To tell me thank you. I was like, for, for, for what? What are we talking about? And they were for supporting their their person and their you know they're queen and i was just like she's my queen too hold on we love her we love her and i get it i get it it's it's a beautiful um it's a beautiful relationship she has with her fans and i love it
0: mhm yeah it's um definitely like feels like a family type of thing like it's almost like a cultural type of connection that she yes. has with her fans that's exactly what it is
1: yeah i watched i'm telling you um you know, the way she supports other women. I see her posting other women, other women's businesses, you know, her talking about, you know, creating wealth. Like, this is not something you normally see from a 25-year-old. You know, I think she's 25. Not to bring age into it, but, like, her head is on right. So, love it.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think you would have been able to finish that final, though? Like, seeing as how, like, obviously the injury you sustained. Like, you went and competed in the final. Um. But do you think had you made it to the next leg of it, you would have been able to finish that? Or
1: what's funny is um, me. So Alton, his heart was not in it. Alton didn't win that final because Alton didn't want to win. He didn't care to win. Um, and Alton told me he's like, "Let's do, let's do the boat together. Let's do it together." Like we thought for sure we'd be there together. Um, I would have been able to do the bike. Everybody's like, you wouldn't have been able to bike ride. Um, Actually, I would have been able to bike ride because um, that's actually something that I did during rehab, even before the surgery, was bike riding is something we're allowed to do with this type of injury. I do think that when it came to the run, just the full-on last leg of the run, I would have been walking. So yeah, that part would not have been good. Um would I have been able to finish i think i would have been able to finish 100% i would have i had a brace on my leg um it would have cost other people points i mean who knows what i would have done when i got to being partners with yes <laughs> i might have been like we are going to lose no matter what <laughs> that's right i'm a fire driver. you don't know what i might do um yeah. but um yeah you, i don't know if you guys know this but um Alton actually he, he chose not to ride the helicopter back down the mountain, and he ran the whole thing all the way back down.
0: Really? hmm
1: Wow. I got to my boo up. <laughs> so,
0: so how long uh, or how far into the recovery process are you right now?
1: So I'm three, three months post-op. Um, I'll probably start jogging. And, you know, in about another two weeks, because I saw my doctor two weeks ago. So it's I still have a long ways to go. Mm. I still have a long ways to go. Um, You know, they invited me even after the gauntlet, too. They invited me to seasons after that. Do I still see them inviting me on to seasons now? Yeah, my kids are older. I have flexibility um, and. You know, and they know I'm not gonna quit. I think if the the I know for a fact Buena Marine and MTV are listening because they like to watch all of our interviews. Um, I think they should definitely cast more single moms and moms because there's nothing we won't do for our kids. And you're gonna get a great show because we're gonna fight tooth and nail for that win. And I think if you have more people like that, you don't have to worry about explosions and spending all this extra money on you know fancy posters
0: you know for as much contention as uh moms are met with coming on to the shows and leaving their kids that the men aren't i gotta say it's kind of a recurring pattern that it's actually the moms that actually provide the good tv and the dads that are just sitting in the corner and just not really i
1: mean
0: no no uh, you know, offense towards them. But I mean, it's just it's just the facts. I mean, come on, go go look at the last uh, how many seasons that we've had a mom and a dad on it. And you tell me who's providing more television.
1: Yeah, yeah. The moms, I mean, the even like the stay at home moms, like, man, you know, to, to all of a sudden, you know, bring a check home. Like, that's a big deal. Like, you're going to get a different level of commitment, um, and you know, again, bringing back those people that were quiet back back in the day that all of a sudden they got something to say.
0: Yeah. So they obviously know about your injury. Were you still like you know, contacted to do the season or was there potentially a call to get onto a main challenge at all?
1: They have they have contacted me for um, other seasons. I can't say which ones. Because some haven't been communicated to the public, so I don't want to spoil uh, it, you know.
0: Gotcha. Um,
1: But the but I can say other so other shows, right? But then if we're talking specifically about the main challenge, no, I don't think I don't think they want me on there. Like that would be too messy, Mm-mm. honey. I'd be throwing names out like Pokemons. Like <laughs> 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 they, they would be like, what? <laughs> What's going on? Um, I mean, and that's the beauty of it, right? I may not be the most athletic, but like what you don't see on All Stars is, I did really well on All Stars, because when we, cause I wasn't afraid. You know, I have I have gusto, I have a lot of like, you know, I'm brave um, and some people aren't. And people want like the strongest, the most muscular and buff, like the Jody's and the Kendall's and you want this physique, but if they don't have heart, you know what I mean? If they don't want to go the distance, look at Casey, right? Who can forget when she hurt her leg and she still was eating and she's like, come on, let's do it. She had heart, you know? Did her partner.
0: You, th- you think her partner can take CT? Where, where where's that debate lie in uh, your opinion?
1: Honey. I don't even know CT, and I know CT could win that. Honey, I think we need to, you know, put it out into the universe. Y'all start throwing CT in there so we can see what he can do. Like, let's see if he'll put him on his back like the bananas backpack. (laughs) Let's see if he gives us a fanny pack, a fessy fanny pack. Oh, my God. The banana pack and the fessy pack.
0: Yeah, there you go. Times are changing. We got to roll with the punches.
1: You know, it just evolve. I think 100%. CT is in his right. He has earned it. He has put it out there. He has been messy. He has fought tooth and nail. So he can sit back and cash his check. I'm not mad at it. He's an OG representing on the main challenge, and I can't be upset about it.
0: No, I see see him continuing to stack these wins so long as he continues doing it.
1: I'm not.
0: Yeah. So, so we got one final fan question here. Was there beef with you and Tina, Tina Barda at all? No. Okay.
1: No, there's no beef. Um, the, the thing about that is, you know, again, I'm very much about good touch bad touch. Um, and I advocate for that and I want people to have that in their life because there's so much bad touch in the world. And, and it can be from physical harm to sexual harm. And when, you know, I, again, was not part of that season I was just like, you know, Hey, no, man, like we don't, I know, cause I too lost my cool and almost swung on Adam and I'm so happy I did it, you know, cause I don't know what my hands would feel like having done that to somebody, um, And to not have remorse about it. Like, no, that's not okay. And, you know, me and Beth, we did. We had our beef on All Stars 2. And she did. She dragged me in an after show. Sorry, are you still there? Yeah. She She dragged me in the after show. And the reason I wasn't mad at her for it was because she was mad. And that's how she responded. And I get that. When I got mad at her, I was mean to her. I wasn't a mean girl, I didn't get a bunch of girls around. I was mean to her and she responded with being mean to me. And that's okay, because those are words and we work through it and we talk through it and we're fine. Um, but to physically harm somebody, to physically hurt someone, to throw something at them, knowing the restraints of the show, knowing that you know they can't fight back the way they normally would, um, I, that's not okay. I advocate good touch, bad touch. So mm-hmm. I don't have beef with Tina. Um, I think Tina, you know, I think she, was she on Gauntlet too with me? Maybe?
0: I'm trying to think. Whoa.
1: I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember me and her having interactions. But I don't have beef for her, but do I think it's wrong for her to have done that to Bath? Absolutely. Same way it was wrong for Puck to have done that to David, you know?
0: Yeah. All right, I think that's a good place to close it then. I thank you again for, uh, you know, taking the time out and doing this. I'm glad uh, maybe the fans will finally be happy that we were able to knock this out. <laughs>
1: I hope so. I hope so. I hope they're happy with what I said. <laughs> and if they're not, don't at me, because I'll block you. <laughs> Uh-oh,
0: I didn't know you blocked people, so.
1: I do, oh my God, in a minute. Kendall taught me that. Kendall taught me. She's like, just block them. Just, you know, don't even waste time. She's like, you can mute them. She went in, she taught me how to mute. She taught me how to block. I was like, okay. So that's
0: what I do now. Hey, I'm thanks. still, I'm still waiting for that Twitter follow, by the way. I'm trying to be the 44th person that you follow.
1: Can, oh, I don't follow you?
0: No. I, follow I, you. I, didn't, <laughs>
1: I didn't know that. I'll follow you. I, <laughs> I need to follow more people. <laughs> that's what I need to do. <laughs> all
0: right. Uh, thanks again. I'll let you know uh, when this is out. Okay. All right.
1: Bye. Uh, Thank you. Night. Thank you for having me.